It's the Larry Kudlow Show. Free market prosperity starts here. Now, here's Larry Kudlow. Hello, everyone. I'm Larry Kudlow. Great pleasure to be with you today. This is the Larry Kudlow Show. And I guess we are all waiting for this Russian invasion of Ukraine. That's what the president keeps saying, President Biden. Of course, he's, he said that all last week. It was going to be Wednesday invasion, and that didn't happen. Then he said again it's going to be in a couple of days. Then yesterday he was an hour late in his news conference on a late Friday afternoon, which is suboptimal for media coverage, but whatever. Then he said for sure in the next day or two. So he keeps predicting an invasion. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. The, the Ukraines in Kiev, Zelensky, they're singing a different tune, but... Perhaps the Russians are going to invade. They seem to be well positioned to invade. It's interesting. The latest from the administration is they're going to go after the capital of Ukraine, Kiev or Kiev. It used to be they're going to go after the eastern part of the country, which is where the Russian-speaking people are. Of course, that doesn't mean that they like Putin. The Russian-speaking people in Ukraine doesn't necessarily mean they like Putin. It's just an interesting wrinkle on this that I don't hear many people talking about. But if you talk to people who are from that area, they will tell you uh, Kiev may not be perfect. Zelensky ain't perfect. Uh, it's a democracy, but it isn't a pure democracy. He jailed his opponent, so we don't like that. But this is a new wrinkle. So if, go, if they take Kiev, it's essentially they're taking over the country. And... Um, I certainly will acknowledge that we can't stand by. We, the United States and NATO, uh, let Russia just kind of sweep through and start invading sovereign lands. I don't want any boys, any American uh, people, men, women, I don't want to see any of them on the ground, that's for sure. And, of course, the Ukrainians are pretty good fighters. So, I mean, this is all up in the air. I, we will have uh, Senator Bill Haggerty at the 11 o'clock hour. He will be on. He's an expert in foreign policy. He was a former ambassador to Japan. He's now a U.S. senator from Tennessee and so forth. He'll talk this through. I would just say what I've said from day one. You know, all of Biden's diplomacy will have failed if the Russians do, in fact, invade. So Biden is broadcasting his own failure. I don't understand why he insists on predicting this. If it happens, it happens. But what I do know for sure is that many months ago, he should have imposed sanctions, both banking sanctions as well as energy sanctions, the Nord Stream 2 pipeline. He should have imposed sanctions on Russia. Really, Right from the start, when they started massing 100 or 150,000 troops uh, on the eastern Ukraine border, I mean, I don't. I, to this day, I do not understand that we look so weak. We are reactive. We are ambiguous. We've let Putin control this narrative. We've let Putin control the timing of all this. I mean, even now, it seems to me. What Biden should be doing, instead of holding more press conferences or holding more phone calls or hoping that uh, Secretary of State Blinken can meet with uh, Foreign Minister Lavrov 
next week, I think they mentioned the 24th, the invasion may be well on by the 24th. He should have sent a written statement. It's diplomatic terms. It's called a demarche. A written statement that says, by a date certain, if your troops are not back in their barracks by, let's say, March 1st, okay, two weeks from now, if you're not back in your barracks by March 1st, then on March 1st, we will impose severe banking sanctions. We will take you off of the SWIFT worldwide transactions system. It's a dollar-based system. 90% of the transactions are in dollars. Your commercial banks, your central bank, your oligarchs who own the commercial banks uh, and oligarchs who own the oil facilities, the oil companies, including the pipeline, they will be sanctioned. No transactions will be permitted. And, of course, we would restore the sanctions on Nord Stream 2 pipeline, which never should have been lifted in the first place. It was a gift to Putin and a very dumb thing a year ago. Where's that? Why wait? Okay, diplomacy is about sanctions. War is about war. But they should have put the sanctions on. Biden should have announced them Friday. But he didn't. He says, if you invade, that sentence, if you invade, that clause has been around from day one of this. I don't know when this started. When Last summer, I think it started. In any case, Biden has looked weak. America has looked weak. Putin looks clever and stronger. All of this stuff, I think, harkens back to the catastrophic withdrawal from Afghanistan, which was such a great embarrassment to the United States. The whole world was watching. Make no mistake about it. It's not just about Russia. I mean, China's watching. After the Olympics, who knows what they're liable to do if Russia invades Ukraine. Is China going to invade Taiwan? I don't know. But uh, they're licking their chops, you can be sure of that, as the United States looks weak. Iran is watching. I mean, we're over there. We have the diplomats desperately trying to make a nuclear deal with Iran. It's just utter nonsense, utter nonsense. Bunch of liars, cheaters, terrorists, financing terrorism throughout the Middle East. Our greatest ally, Israel, is bitterly opposed to any new deals with, uh, with Iran. We've learned, we should have learned but we haven't learned. They're all watching. North Korea's watching. All our cutthroat, armed-to-the-teeth enemies are watching what we do. And right now, we've done nothing except have a president who every other day makes a forecast that Russia's going to invade Ukraine. I, I mean, I don't understand the word of it. I've never seen anything so silly. It isn't silly. It's tragic because it has such important consequences to the position of the United States on the world scene. Now, look at uh, here at home, Joe Biden is doing everything he can to help Vladimir Putin. I put it in those stark terms. This whole climate change, Green New Deal, left-wing, anti-capitalist approach that permeates the Biden administration, 
They are using every regulatory agency to destroy our energy industry, our fossil fuel energy uh, industry, which is the best in the world by far. At exactly the moment when we should be gearing up and producing more and more oil and natural gas and exporting LNG to Europe, for example, just this past week, FERC, the Federal Energy Regulatory Commission, slapped on climate change environmental regulations that will essentially prevent any new pipelines from being built. Any new pipelines. How insane is that? So we in the Northeast will continue to import oil and natural gas from, you guessed it, Russia because they're going to stop pipelines. It's bad enough the states stop pipelines. Now FERC has stepped in. The Security Exchange Commission is now slapping climate regulations and red tape in order to prevent, in order to prevent banks and corporations, think fossil fuel companies, from developing any oil and gas. Preventing the Federal Reserve, this uh, Sarah Bloom Raskin, the appointee to the Federal Reserve, who's going to be in charge of bank supervision, a rabid, rabid Green New Dealer, climate change fanatic, who has said publicly again and again that she would like to, to divert bank capital and bank loans away from fossil fuel companies, that the Federal Reserve's emergency bailouts during the height of the pandemic in 2020, none of that should have, been, should have gone to the fossil fuel companies. And, of course, you've got all these Wall Street guys, Larry Fink and his crew, these big index mutual funds, they are diverting money away from the fossil fuel companies. Of course, that doesn't stop them from going investing in China, but they're telling all these big index fund companies, do not invest in fossil fuel companies. We are destroying, Biden is destroying our fossil fuel industry. We were energy dependent a little more than a year ago. Front page story of the Wall Street Journal. The frackers are not exceeding, you know, they're just keeping level. There are barrels per day, 11 million barrels per day. We did 13 million barrels per day before the pandemic. Why? Because the entire Biden government is against them. The FERC, the SEC, the Federal Reserve, their Wall Street pals. This is playing right into Vladimir Putin's hands, right? Right into his hands. It strengthens his energy position. It weakens ours. The guy's probably got a big smile on his face. How stupid are the Americans? And, of course, none of the science supports this kind of panicked approach. And there is no substitute. Renewable fuels will never be sufficient. We will destroy this economy. We will cause Millions of layoffs. The GDP will implode. Inflation will blow sky high because there's not enough fossil fuel energy. Supplies dwindle. Prices go up. People pay it at the pump. Gasoline up 40% from a year ago. So I, I don't get this, folks. 
I have never seen anything more stupid, more consistently stupid. Not only are we afraid to impose diplomatic sanctions, not only are we afraid to pose, impose deadlines, but here at home we're destroying our industry, oil and gas and coal. Instead of promoting the greatest industry in the world, we could be doing so much. That would send Putin a message. We could supply Europe, no problem. But no, 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 we're, gonna not, we're not going to export LNG. We're not going to build pipelines. We're not going to let the banks finance these companies. It's just the nuttiest thing I've ever seen. I've got to take a quick commercial break. I'm going to come on the other side. I want to talk some more about this, and I want to talk some more about the inflation story, which is still public enemy number one. Anyway, I'm Larry Kudlow. This is the Larry Kudlow Show. I believe in America first. I believe in America first. Right now, Joe Biden is promoting America last. It's the dumbest thing I've ever seen. We'll be right back. This is the Larry Kudlow Show. Now, back to the Larry Kudlow Show. Welcome back, folks. This is Larry Kudlow, Larry Kudlow Show. So we're talking about this crazy effort to end fossil fuels at exactly the wrong time. I mean, exactly the wrong time. Putin has a big smile on his face. By the way, Russia could impose sanctions on itself. I don't know if anybody's considered that. My pal Kevin Hassett talked about that on the Fox Business Show, Kudlow. I mean, they could they could just shut off energy exports, natural gas, oil. That would just blow the thing sky high. Oil is ninety one dollars and rising. It would go through a hundred. It would go to one hundred and fifty. I hate to say that, but um, but that's uh, that's what would happen. Meanwhile, inflation is still public enemy number one, Despite the Ukraine, whatever happens there, inflation is public enemy number one. And we had some very bad inflation numbers this week. For example, import prices now rising at 11%. That's probably a leading indicator. The January reading was plus 11% for the 12 months ending in January. That's probably a leading indicator for domestic prices. We had a wholesale price report. The producer price index was up. Uh, almost 10%, and of course the consumer price index was up 7.5%. Any of these energy upsets are going to make that run uh, faster. But the real problem, of course, is too much federal spending. Too much federal spending. And too much Federal Reserve central bank money supply creation. They keep buying bonds. They keep injecting more money into the economy. They're essentially financing the deficit spending coming from the government. And crazily enough, the Biden administration wants more. The liberals in Congress want more. You know, big government socialism. There's this $350 billion bill on the table that supposedly competes with China. It will do no such thing. It's just a big corporate welfare giveaway, industrial policy, state-run subsidization, picking winners and losers. It's like we're going to out-China China. Well, we won't. We won't. America runs on free market economics, free market entrepreneurship, 
$200 billion of private investment, $200 billion of private investment is going into the semiconductor chip industry. We don't need any government money. We do it through the private sector with its technological advances and its creativity and its innovation. Then there's another one, another one, 30 billion more for COVID. We don't need that. All, all these relief packages, there's $800 billion of unspent money so far, according to the uh, Maya McGinnis's group, the Committee for Responsible Budget. I mean, the spending continues and the inflation continues. We've got Ways and Means uh, leader Kevin Brady coming on uh, at the half hour. Cut the spending. You know, we heard last weekend Senator Phil Graham was on talking about pause spending, reform welfare, meaning put workfare back into welfare so people go back to work, and then the Fed has got to shut down the money supply, and they're going to have to raise interest rates. And all the indications are they're going to be they're going to do that meekly. They should be taking giant steps, a full regime change. It should be 50 basis points increase in their target rate right away, maybe 100 basis points. They've got to shake out this new price and wage spiral, which is beginning now to become embedded in the economy. Too much federal spending, and Biden and the big government socialists want even more. And middle-class people and lower-income people are getting murdered by this. More people are working. Yes, that's great. Wages are going up. I think that's great. The trouble is inflation's going up so much that real incomes are coming down. So the economy right now is on an inflationary high, but it won't last. And eventually the Fed will take away the punch bowl. They'll get around to it. It may take them a year or two. And that will bring on a dreaded recession. So here, too, the Biden economic policy is an abject failure. Abject failure. And he has no inflation plan. You know, he blames businesses. Ah, oh, come on. Anyway, we've got Kevin Brady on the other side. He's former chair of the Ways and Means Committee. We'll talk about inflation. We'll talk about this phony war why it is we're destroying our best fossil fuel industry, the best in the world. I'm Larry Kudlow, folks. Please stick around. So much more to do.